First Thessalonians chapter number five. We're going to pick up reading at verse number twenty-one. We're going to read through verse twenty-two. A couple short verses here. Amen. If you found it, say amen. All right, we got we got most of us. All right. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-one. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Now, if you understand in the middle of this uh, section here in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, amen, Paul is really giving a lot of instructions. Just, they're just kind of these one-liners uh, that he is just kind of throwing out there kind of toward the end of this, uh, this particular letter, and he's giving some instructions here to the church uh, in Thessalonica. And uh, in the middle of this, he gives this, uh, description here. He gives this uh, command. He gives this uh, uh, encouragement here, if you will, to the Thessalonians to to prove all things. In other words, test all things. Hold fast to that which is good, and abstain from the very appearance of evil. I'll just go ahead and tell you this morning, Amen. I don't know if it was the the smoke from the fire last night or whatever it is, but my voice is uh, uh, not. Uh, my voice is never really strong. I, I always kind of have a uh, tendency to shred it sometimes. Uh, uh, from sermon to sermon, and then it takes a week or so to get it back. And uh, uh, but uh, I think it's going to be a little bit weak this morning. So I may do a little. It may be feel like a little more teaching than preaching this morning. Amen. But I'm pretty sure somewhere along the lines, uh, the Holy Spirit will get a hold to us and we'll preach uh, for a moment. But I may take it a little slow here at the beginning uh, and uh, just kind of teach through some of this. But everybody knows what today is. Today's October the 31st. Uh, on our calendars, it's marked as Halloween and. Uh, um, my intent this morning, I'm not going into, uh, I'm not going into Halloween. I'm not going into all the the origins of it and all those kind of things. But I'm going to spend a little bit of time this morning because uh, it kind of goes along with the message uh, uh, that we've got uh, uh, this morning, and uh, just want to lay out some things uh, for us. And we're going to talk about uh, this subject of exposing the darkness, exposing the darkness. Uh, well, if you know anything about Halloween, Halloween actually comes from. Uh, uh, Catholic Church, they um, they attempted to uh, kind of uh, set a holiday or a celebration around this time of year, uh, and they called it All Hallows Day on November the first, and uh, All Souls Day on November the second. And so the the night before November the first or October the thirty first became known as All Hallows Evening. Uh, which later got uh, shortened to Halloween. And so that's where the name comes from. And so during this time, the, the Catholic Church, they really uh, continue some of these traditions, and they, they spend time uh, remembering the saints, remembering the saints of the church, and they spend time uh, praying for souls, specifically uh, for souls that they believe are still in purgatory and, and uh, need praying out of that place called purgatory. So uh, it has some, some Christian uh, beginnings there. It's also, if you don't know, uh, some of your calendars may say this, most of them won't. Today is actually Reformation Day. Uh, and so Reformation Day goes back to uh, the Protestant Reformation. If you remember a, a man by the name of Martin Luther, uh, on October the 31st in the year 1517, uh, he nailed his 95 theses to the door of the church in Wittenberg, Germany. And that was the beginning of uh, what we know as the Protestant 
Reformation. It was the split from the Catholic Church uh, into the Protestant denominations and churches that we have uh, today. And really, uh, Martin Luther's uh, idea and thought, the main part of his, those 95 theses, uh, is he, brought the, he was trying to bring the church back to justification by faith alone. In other words, we don't earn our salvation with God. It's not doing, uh, you know, seven Hail Marys and, you know, getting up and kneeling down 14 times in between those that's going to get you to heaven. It's, it's faith in Jesus Christ. And, and so a lot of people celebrate uh, Reformation Day uh, as well on this day. Uh, but we can see that, you know, regardless of, uh, you know, all of those kind of things, we, when we look around at Halloween today, uh, I'll just be honest with you, we don't really see a whole lot of the Christian uh, influences on this day. In fact, you see quite the opposite. Uh, in fact, uh, Tabitha mentioned to me uh, yesterday, I think she went to the store, I don't remember which store it was, and uh, she was looking for some decorations and some things. I don't know if it was for the house or for the church or for whatever. Uh, and uh, she sent me a picture and she says, this is all that's available. You know, it was everything that you would think of that is uh, part of our modern Halloween celebrations. There was, you know, there was nothing about Christianity or none of those things. And uh, uh, and I know, you know, as we look around, you know, I don't see too many people. There's probably not going to be anybody tonight uh, or, or any night for that matter that's going to dress up like a German monk uh, and preach justification by faith. You ever seen that? I hadn't seen that. Uh, probably not going to happen. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I thank God and uh, bless our our, our Catholic brothers and sisters, and I got a lot of family that's, uh, uh, that's still Catholic on the shackle side of the family, but, uh, you know, I really have really no desire to, to honor uh, the old saints that they've got. I mean, that's all great and fine and wonderful. Uh, I don't see any purpose in trying to pray somebody out of purgatory because purgatory doesn't exist, okay? So, amen. I, I don't nearly see a need for any of those kind of things uh, today, but what I want to get into and I want to talk about uh, today is there is really some uh, some some deep-seated and there's some real evil and things that take place on this day and there's some things that the word of God specifically warns us against as Christians uh, that we are not to participate in and not to uh, be a part of and so uh, as we begin to look around at, uh, at Halloween today you see I mean the, the focus of Halloween is on things like witchcraft and demons and uh, ghosts and uh, vampires and all these things I mean that's just the, the, the traditions amen that we have and when you look around that's it's mostly amen what we're going to see amen and a lot of these things uh, whether we realize it or not they have some um, how do I say this they have some true evil and some true things that are behind it now you say hold up brother minute hold up brother Tony pause just a minute there you go hold up brother minute pause just a Tony all right are you telling me are you telling me that you think it's a sin if we dress up our kids for Halloween and go trick-or-treating I'm gonna say this no I don't think it's inherently a sin for you to do those things. We took our kids trick-or-treating when they were smaller. I went trick-or-treating when I was smaller. Uh, there's nothing inherently sinful with dressing up in a wholesome costume, going around and asking friends and family for candy, having a good time. There's nothing wrong with what we did last night. There's nothing wrong with Harvest Fest. There's nothing wrong with pumpkins. There's nothing wrong, thank God, for candy. Come on, somebody. It is not a sin to eat candy. It might be a little bit of a problem if you eat too much. Come on, Amen. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention any names. But since y'all went ahead and did it, amen. 
Amen. It might be it might be a little bit of a problem if we eat too much, but it's not a sin to eat candy. It's not a sin to have fun. It's not a sin, amen, necessarily to do any of these things. But what I want to warn you against today is some of the 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 real uh, wickedness and evil that goes on uh, behind this day. And some of you may know this, and uh, uh, some of you may not have heard this before. But a lot of our traditions, like dressing up with costumes and going trick or treating and uh, jack o' lanterns and all these things, they have real roots. Uh, in some pagan beliefs uh, uh, that go all the way back to the Celts. They go, and I'm not going to go back in through the history stuff uh, with you today, but they celebrated on October 31st some, something called Samhain. Uh, it's spelled Samhain, S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but it's pronounced Samhain. And this this celebration of Samhain is, is still celebrated today by pagans. And I don't know if you know this or not, amen, but it is rampant in our country today. Witchcraft, occultism, demonic stuff that's going on, and it's getting more and more and more uh, prevalent, uh, not only in the world out there today, but you're starting to see some of these practices and some of these ideas and thoughts even creep into the church. And these are things that we need to be mindful of and we need to be aware of. Uh, and as we're going to talk about, we need to avoid uh, some of these things. But uh, on this day, in fact, uh, let, me, let me read you something. Uh, I, you know, I, I hate to give uh, any, uh, any credence to anything that they say, uh, but in the Satanic Bible, did you know there's a Satanic Bible? There is. They got one too. It says, after one's own birthday, so the most important day of the year is your birthday, according to them. The two most important holidays are Walpurgisnacht, which is May the 1st, and Halloween, which is October the 31st. Modern witches today, they also consider this day one of the most important days uh, in the calendar for them. They think that, uh, they believe that the veil between the natural world and the supernatural world uh, is the thinnest at this period of time. And so this is when they're casting spells, and this is when they're doing their enchantments, and this is when they're practicing seances, and all of these things, amen, that we say, well, surely those things aren't really going on in the world today. I'm here to tell you they really are. And we really need to be aware of some of these things. And so, uh, you know, you've asked, uh, you asked me the question, <laughs> amen, do I think it's a sin to participate in some of these things? No, I don't think it's inherently sin to do some of the things that we talked about. But uh, we need to be mindful and aware that there are things that are out there today, amen, that we need to be mindful of and abstain from, amen, if we are children of God. Amen. We're going to talk about some of these things, amen, today. But I... You know, let me just go back to this for just a second. You know, uh, we ask, well, um, you know, well, why don't, you know, why don't you guys participate in some of these things? Because if you know us, we know, uh, you know, we don't really, we don't dress up, we don't trick or treat or any of those things anymore. We did when the kids were smaller, uh, but uh, as they've kind of grown up and uh, they've kind of moved on past those kind of things. And uh, but we love this time of year. I love this time of year. Man, I love me some pumpkin pie. Right? I love harvest time. I love the changing of the leaves in the fall. And in fact, amen, the ancient Israelites had a feast and called the Feast of Ingathering where they celebrated the harvest season. They celebrated the time when the harvest, amen, was to come in, amen. And so, amen, the, we know that the, a lot of these things are good, and that's not what I'm talking about this morning. I'm fixing to stop with that point, and I'm going to move on, amen. But I don't want you to leave this service this morning and say, Brother Tony just preached, uh, amen, to us and told us about all the bad stuff going on, and we're not supposed to do this. That's not what I'm saying this morning, but I am saying there is some true things that are out there today, amen, that we do need to be mindful of. And so... 
Amen. As we get into this, amen, this morning, I want to read one more verse of Scripture. And you don't have to turn there because I'm going to ask you to turn somewhere else in just a second. Amen. But if Kendall can put up Ephesians chapter number 5, verse number 11. Ephesians chapter number 5, verse number 11. Paul, talking to the Ephesians, says this, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. But rather expose them. And so that's what we're going to do this morning. We're exposing the darkness and exposing some of the things, amen, that are behind what we're talking about, amen, today. So go back, if you will, to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, amen, verses 21 through 22. We're going to break these, amen, these verses down this morning. First of all, Paul says, prove all things. In other words, we need to be able to discern between what is good and what is evil. We need to be able to discern between what is right and what is wrong. Because without spiritual discernment, without true spiritual discernment from God, you and I, amen, will be deceived. In fact, uh, uh, John writes this in 1 John 4 and 1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So we as Christians, amen, with the Holy Spirit indwelling our hearts, should be able to discern, amen, what is right and what is wrong. We should be able to prove or to test, amen, the things that are out there and the things that we come in contact with. And then he says, hold fast that which is good. In other words, amen, when we've discerned between what's right and what's wrong, he says, hold to what's good. (laughs) Amen, grab hold of what's good. Grab hold of what's of God. Grab hold, amen, of the things of the Spirit of God. But then he warns us, amen, in the very next part there, he says, abstain from. Abstain from. (laughs) That word abstain means to deliberately withdraw from, to stay away from. To put distance between oneself and something else. I mean, this is a strong word that basically is telling us to have nothing to do with what he's about to tell us. Abstain from all appearance of evil. That word appearance there has the meaning of any outward form, any visible appearance, any likeness, any resemblance of anything, amen, that is evil. We're to put as much distance between evil and ourselves as possible. Remember the story of Job. I mean, the Bible says a lot of good things about Job. I mean, but the Bible says that he feared God and eschewed evil. I mean, that's the King James way of saying that he shunned or did away. He didn't have anything to do with evil in his life. Amen. And although he had all these issues and things that came against his life and that God allowed the devil to do, amen, he maintained his integrity with God because he knew what was right and he knew what was wrong and he shunned what was wrong and he held on to what was good. Amen. And that's a simple but powerful lesson, I believe, amen, for us today. Amen. If you have your Bibles, amen, go ahead and flip back over to Deuteronomy chapter number 18, Old Testament book, amen, of Deuteronomy chapter number 18. Because I'm not going to give you my opinion uh, this morning. I'm just going to show you what the Word of God, amen, says to us today. Deuteronomy chapter number 18, we're going to pick up reading at verse number 9. We're going to read down through verse number 12. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 9. When you come into the land which your Lord, which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter 
pass through the fire. Now, pause there just for a minute. Amen. And understand what was going on back in those days. Amen. Is, uh, uh, is, is hard to discuss and hard to talk about. Amen. But it is nothing more than child sacrifice. They believed that they sacrificed their children on the altar. Amen. To a God called Molech and burned them in the fire. Amen. That that God would give them favor. That that God would give them blessing. That that God would give them help. Amen. In their lives. I'm here to tell you. Amen. This is demonic stuff. And this is not just something that's made up and something that's in a movie or a book. I mean, these are, amen, real things that were happening, amen, back in these times that God had to warn his people against, amen, he's still warning us, amen, against these things today, amen, or one who practices witchcraft or divination, amen, one who practices or uses divination. Amen, and that's just a general word for witchcraft, amen, and it's a general word to talk about those who, amen, go to the spiritual realm to try to find answers or try to find help or try to find, amen, an answer to whatever it is, amen, that they're looking for. You say, well, hold up just a minute because, amen, I don't believe any of this stuff is real today. I'm, I'm not telling you uh, to go out there and search for this stuff, amen, but you ain't really got to search for it anymore to find it. Amen, did you know, amen, TikTok has something called witch talk, if you didn't know that, it's real. Amen. And there are people that are out there today that are practicing witchcraft on TikTok, and you and your children can pull it up and watch what they're doing. And you can learn from it. They're trying to teach you how to practice. This stuff ain't made up anymore, guys. It's not way out there somewhere, okay? I mean, this stuff is real. You say, well, what in the world? I mean, it can't be that much out there. I mean, I read a statistic that said back in 2001, there were 134,000 people who claimed to be witches, that claimed to be Wiccans or pagans. I mean, that number over the last several years has grown to over 2 million. Witch talk has over 20 billion with a B views 20 billion views I'm happy amen sister Donna amen when we get 30 or 40 amen on the website amen somebody right they getting 20 billion somebody's seeking for this stuff somebody's reaching out for this stuff amen we need to be mindful of these things let me move on one that uses divination or an observer of times, an observer uh, of time is one who interprets, amen, omens using some kind of aid or some kind of help, amen, and that could be tarot cards or crystal balls or palm reading or Ouija boards and all these things, uh, but, uh, amen, they're trying to find information or they're trying to get uh, information from something, or an enchanter, amen, an enchanter could be uh, uh, what we would call a witch or a sorcerer, they're using drugs, they're using all these things uh, to try to cast spells over somebody, uh, uh, or a witch, uh, or a charmer, amen, these kind of things, amen, that are, amen, coming against, amen, the very heart of God and are, are seeking answers, amen, from the darkness, amen, that is out there, amen, a consulter with familiar spirits, amen, those are, are mediums, so those that kind of stand between the physical realm and the supernatural realm, amen, they try to convince us uh, or try to convince others, amen, that they are gaining information, amen, from the spiritual realm or talking to your dead relatives or all these other, amen, nonsense, amen. And I'm going to tell you, it's not just, uh, amen, nonsense today. It happened in the Bible. Y'all remember, remember the man by the name of Saul, King Saul? Amen. He made it illegal for any kind of mediums or any kind of witchcraft or any kind of thing to go on, but yet he himself went to one. He went to the witch at Endor. 
and tried to call up Samuel. Amen. And if you read that story, we're not going to go and read that scripture, but if you remember that story, amen, the woman that's there that he, uh, he uses to try to call up Samuel, when Samuel shows up, she is scared to death. Why? Because everything she's probably been doing before is just trickery. It was just trying to convince somebody that she was doing something that she really wasn't doing. Amen. But when God said, okay, I'm going to send Samuel back and send a message to this guy, amen, and give him the word that I've already given him before, amen. But uh, when she saw this, amen, she was scared to death as well. But I'm telling you, there's a realness, amen, to these things. Amen. I'm going to move on. Amen. Or a, uh, or a wizard or a necromancer. Necromancers are those that conjure up the dead or try to communicate or speak, amen, to the dead and those kind of things, amen. And I'm just here to tell you, amen, today these things are real. Uh, these things are out there. We need to be aware of some of these things. But look at what, uh, amen, is, is at the end of this, uh, this particular section of Scripture. For all that do these things are an abomination to the Lord. Abomination is about as strong as word as you can give. Amen. When something is an abomination to the Lord, amen, it makes him literally sick to his stomach. Amen. Because of the abominations, uh, because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. In other words, God is telling the Israelites, those nations that are practicing these type of things, the nations that are making these false gods their gods, I am going to drive them out from before you, and I am going to destroy them, amen, because they are serving a, a false god. And now when you go into that nation, when you go into that place, and you begin to take over that part of the promised land, I don't want you to do the things that these pagan nations are doing. I don't want you to fall into the trap, uh, amen, of what they are doing in their lives, amen, because they are going after something that is real whether they realize it or not. And what they're going after is dangerous. Amen. I have to tell you this, amen, those that practice those things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians chapter number 5, we won't go there. You know the fruit of the Spirit, but you know if you back up, amen, a couple verses from that, you get the works of the flesh. One of the works of the flesh that is mentioned in Galatians chapter number 5 is sorcery or witchcraft. In Revelation chapter number 21, verse number 8, there's a list of people who are not going to make it into the kingdom of God. And in fact, it says they're going to be cast into the lake of fire for eternity. And one of those types of people is specifically mentioned is those that practice witchcraft and sorcery. And so we need to understand and realize that there is a real danger out there, that Satan is real, the devil is real, and the, the powers that are behind these things, amen, are real as well. Did you know you can't spell devil without evil? right there right you can't spell devil without evil and he is full of evil amen is satan or the devil is behind all of this stuff that's going on those that practice the occult get their power from demons if you don't believe me deuteronomy chapter number 32 verse 17 says this they sacrificed to demons not to god to gods they did not know to new gods new arrivals that your fathers did not fear Amen. First Corinthians chapter, he said, that's Old Testament. Okay, let me give you some New Testament. First Corinthians chapter number 10, verses 20 through 21. Rather that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. 
And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. I don't want you to have any part of this stuff. Shun, abstain from the very appearance of evil. Hold to what is good and righteous and lovely. I mean, uh, Paul says, uh, amen, over there in, uh, in Philippians chapter number, uh, I believe it is chapter number 4, I mean, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things are honest, amen, think on these things. Let those things consume, amen, our thoughts and our minds, and don't allow these other things Amen, to enter in. Amen. We are to see, as Christians, come on somebody, help me preach this morning. As Christians, you and I are to seek only one person for our answers. Come on. Amen. Now, you say, well, I went to the Chinese restaurant last Sunday, and they gave me one of them fortune cookies, and I read my fortune cookie. Amen. I think that's all right. We like to have fun with it. Amen. But I don't believe any of that's true. I'm not basing my life decisions on something like that. I mean, we laugh about it, and I mean, because half the time it doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> it's broken English. You have fun, take time, loved ones, good, you know, or something. Oh, it's just something crazy. I mean, thank you. Amen. That wasn't in my notes. Thank you. But there's, you know, those kind of things. I mean, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about. Amen. Is some real things. When we, Amen, need an answer, we're not to go to any of these other things. There's one on my way. To, did you know there's one on my way to Foley? There's at least one. Hey, man, if I wanted to, I could stop in. There's a sign out there with a hand on it. Hey, man, it says I can stop in and get my palm read if I want to get my palm read. And it'll tell me uh, how good or how bad of a day I'm going to have. Come on, somebody. Nonsense. Garbage. Baloney. Hey, man, where are they? If they're getting any information, they're getting it from the demonic realm, not our God. Because the Word of God says here in Isaiah chapter number 8, verse 19, When they say to you, Seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter. Should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? In other words, amen, who are we to go to when we need something, uh, amen, in our lives? Who are we to ask, uh, amen, the questions of life, amen? Who are we to go to to say, amen, God, what is the plans that you have for my life? Uh, amen, we are to go to the one true living God, uh, amen, who's the King of glory, uh, amen, who's the Lord Almighty, Him alone. Amen, we are to seek, amen, today. Hallelujah. I want to warn you about a couple things this morning. Dabbling in the dark side opens up the door to the occult. Some of the things we've already talked about, astrology. I may have skipped over some of these, but in astrology, those that read the stars and try to find answers, horoscopes and psychics and tarot cards and palm readings and seances and playing with Ouija boards and trying to communicate with the dead, all of these things, amen, are entrances into the demonic into your life. Amen. When you allow these things to come in, you are allowing things uh, to enter into your life that you may not know what you're playing around with. Amen. But there are other things as well. There are other ways that the devil uses today sometimes to get into our minds and get into our hearts. He can use movies. He can use games. He can use music. Uh, he can use pornography. He can use drugs. He can use any number of things to enter into somebody's life 
amen, and begin to open up the door, amen, to the occult and begin to, amen, whether that person realizes it or not, to invite demonic powers into their life and into their home. Amen. I, I'll tell it, I think I've told this before. I'll tell it really quickly as we move on. Amen. But, uh, amen, if you don't believe some of this stuff is true, amen, I've, I've seen it. I've, I've uh, experienced it, and I've, I've prayed for people that have gone through these kind of things. Amen. They, they thought that what they were doing was completely innocent. Amen. We prayed for a young man who, amen, when he came to us, Tapta and I could tell that he was scared out of his mind. And he didn't want to admit what he did to begin with. Amen. He wanted to try to keep it, amen, from us. He just wanted prayer. But I said, son, if I'm going to pray for you and if, if we're going to get victory over this thing, i got to know what I'm praying for and what we're praying against. He said, well, my sister brought a Ouija board into the house, and her and her friends, amen, played around with it. And now, amen, there are things moving around in the house, and I'm hearing stuff, and there's stuff, uh, amen, happening that's not supposed to be happening, and uh, as we began to talk to him, we said, uh, well, you gotta, you got to tell me the truth. Is it your sister or was it you? And he said, it was me. I said, where is it? He said, in the closet at the house. I said, step one, son. <laughs> hey, man, you're going to go to that house and in that closet. You're going to get that thing out, and you're going to get rid of it. You're going to destroy it. <laughs> Amen, because I can sit here and pray to you, pray over you and with you until I am blue in the face and I pass out. <laughs> Amen, and it is going to do no good as long as you have a door to the demonic in your house. You got to get rid of it. Amen. You got to get rid of those things. Amen. And so, amen, I'm here to I say that to say this. Amen. That it could be anything. It could be any number of things. Uh, amen. That we either knowingly or unknowingly allow an open door for the devil to come right in to our homes and right into our families and amen and right into um, you know our, our communities and sometimes and as I said before and I'm, I'm probably not going to get too far off on this today but sometimes I, I, I see amen signs of these kind of things beginning to enter into the church world as well we're looking to other things other than the word of God and God himself to try to find answers amen to try to amen get uh, uh, power or try to get uh, uh, some kind of knowledge, amen, that we can't seem to, uh, to get anywhere else. So I'm just going to tell you, warning you those things, amen, today, those things are demonic. Hallelujah. When we participate in the occult, we grant access to the devil. It's like giving him the legal right to move in your house. And once he moves in, things are going to get progressively worse. For a lot of people, it starts out as just innocent fun, but it quickly becomes very serious, and it can originate from some activity you participated in, some object you brought into your home, or it can actually originate from someone else who is trying to cast some sort of demonic presence or spell or whatever you want to call it, amen, over your life. If you don't believe that, I mean, some of y'all will remember when Donald Trump was president, do you remember the... There were groups of witches, Wiccans, pagans that got together and tried to cast spells over Donald Trump so he couldn't do uh, what he wanted to do in the government. Amen. Those people aren't play, just playing around, guys. Amen. They are dealing with something that is very serious uh, and that we need to be aware of today. Amen. It can lead to some things in our lives. Amen. I'm not going to dig too deep into this. Amen. Today, we ain't got time in this message. 
amen, to deal with all this. But I'm just going to say, amen, when we open up the door and we allow, amen, demonic presences and we allow uh, Satan access and we grant him legal right to come into our home, I mean, come into our lives, come into our heart, whatever the case may be. Amen. There's a few different ways. There's a couple different ways. I'm only going to talk about two this morning. Amen. That the devil can fight against us. Amen. The first one I'm just going to say is demonic oppression. Demonic oppression is when the devil, amen, has got a little bit of authority and granted some access into your life, amen. You've opened up some doors to some things, amen, in your life, amen. And the devil, amen, is going to fight against you with that and with everything that he has. And he's going to try to draw you in closer, amen, and further, amen, into those things. Amen. I believe, amen, and uh, I'm going to give you my beliefs, amen, this morning. I believe, I mean, that a Christian, a born-again child of God, a Christian, amen, with the Holy Spirit indwelling inside of your heart, amen, can be under the influence of a demonic spirit, amen, in this idea we're talking about demonic oppression. Think of a demonic oppression as just visiting, amen. They're going to come by, jump on your shoulder, they're visiting, amen, but they're not living on the inside. The problem then becomes, amen, where de- demonic spirits, amen, can possess a human being. Amen. I don't know if you've ever experienced that or not, but I have. Amen. I've, I've been part of prayer services. I've seen it happen in this very church. Amen. I've seen, amen, demonic presences manifest in people's lives. Amen. And so, amen, once it comes to that part, they're no longer just visiting. Amen. They've taken up residence. Amen, that particular person. I will say this, and uh, if I'm wrong, amen, God will correct me. uh, I may figure it out when I get to heaven. But I do not believe that a born-again Christian that is indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God can be both full of God and full of the devil at the same time. Don't make sense to me. Maybe it does, amen, to some others, and maybe there's uh, something I'm missing here, amen. But I don't think a child of God, amen, can be indwelt by the Spirit and possessed by a demonic spirit at the same time, amen. And so it's very, very important for us to realize, I mean, understand this distinction because we think sometimes as Christians, though, amen, that we are immune to these things. And I'm telling you, you are not immune. Though you may not be in a position where you are demonically possessed, you may be in a position where you are demonically oppressed by an evil spirit. And there may be things, amen, that have come, amen, into your life. And it can happen, amen, like I said, in, in, in it's something you, you intentionally didn't do. Amen. It's happened to me in Tapla before where we brought something into the house that was completely innocent, we thought. Amen. Come to find out later, whatever this, this, this object was, amen, there was some sort of demonic spirit or demonic presence that was following that thing. And I don't know where it came from or why it was trying to do what it was doing, amen, but uh, uh, Tapta recognized that she saw it through the Spirit, amen, and we prayed and we pled the blood of Jesus Christ over our home and over our family, uh, and it had to go. <laughs> it had to get out of there, amen. And so, amen, we can, uh, we can find ourselves in times when these things are taking pro- place, but I'm here to tell you this morning, amen, we, whatever it is, wherever we are in this, amen, we can break free from it in Jesus' name. Because remember this, Satan and demons have some power, but Jesus has all power. <laughs> so I don't, I don't fear these things. I don't worry about these things. <laughs> Amen. I've seen, uh, I've seen some ugly stuff happen. Amen. I'm not going to d- dive into all that. Amen. Today. Amen. But I, I'll just, uh, just suffice to say. 
Amen. That I've seen some pretty nasty stuff and some pretty evil stuff that manifest in people's lives. Amen. During church services or amen uh, during prayer time or whatever the case may be. Amen. I'm here to tell you too. Amen. If you've ever been a part of that, amen. It might be the scrawniest guy in the room. Amen. But when that spirit takes over that person, it might take five of us to hold them down. The devil has power. The devil is real. Amen. But Jesus has all power. <laughs> amen. He has all authority. Amen. Over it. And did you know as a Christian, you and I have the authority to take command over those things and not allow them to oppress us and not allow them even to possess someone. Amen. In the name of Jesus, not in my name, not in your name, but in that name of Jesus Christ. And I believe one of the other most important parts, amen, of this this morning, amen, is the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's kind of old school, I know. Nobody says this anymore. Amen. And you say it, amen, in the modern church world, people look at you like, you're crazy. But I grew up under people like Brother Porter and my dad, Brother Ralph Johnson, amen, and different preachers around. Amen. He wasn't afraid to say, if you got something going on and there's something coming against you, plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your life and over your family, over your church, over your home. Amen. Whatever it is. Amen. I still believe in pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because when we start, amen, talking about the blood of Jesus Christ and we start invoking the name of Jesus Christ, we start saying, amen, just saying the word sometimes Jesus is enough to make the devil flee. Uh, amen. And get out of our lives. Amen, and we need to be, uh, amen, aware, amen, that you and I have the power and authority through Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit that is in us to come against these things. I'm going to go back to a verse we talked about a couple weeks ago. James chapter number 4, verse number 7. Amen, I ask y'all to kind of remember this. Amen, nobody came up with any dance moves to this little jingle, but submit to God, resist the devil. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. There's some short verses this morning that have a lot of power and a lot of meaning. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Amen. So first of all, submit to God. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from what is evil. Amen. Hold fast to those things that are good and lovely and pure and righteous and holy. Amen. Before God and turn away from those things. Uh, amen. That are evil and trying to bring us. Uh, amen. Into some area of the demonic. Amen. That we don't want to be. Amen. Acknowledge. Uh, amen. That the occult and those kind of practices and things are an abomination to God. Submit to God. Amen. If you've done this, if you've participated in some of those things, repent of your sins. Submit to God. Submit it to God. Amen. What's the second part? Resist the devil. Amen. Sever any ties that you have with it. Break any legal right you've given to it. Amen. Because you might have done something. You might think, and, um, you know, thinking back, amen, God may bring through the Holy Spirit, may bring back to your remembrance Something has happened in your life. Amen. Some event that took place or some action that took place that invited, amen, this demonic spirit into your life. If you've got any objects, books, movies, games, any of those kind of things that are connected to the occult, get rid of them. Acts chapter number 19, verse 19 says this. This is in Ephesus. 
Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. we got a burn pit out there. If we need to burn some stuff, we'll burn it. <laughs> and they counted up the value of them, and it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. Ladies and gentlemen, one city, the city of Ephesus, and I know it was a large city, 50,000 pieces of silver worth of demonic garbage in today's dollars would be a minimum. I added an extra M, didn't I? Minimum of a million dollars. Could be as much as $5 million worth of books and demonic stuff that these people had in their homes and had in their lives. When the power of God came into them and convicted them, they realized these things are an abomination to God. And I'm supposed to resist the devil and flee, and he's going to flee. I mean, I'm supposed, amen, to abstain from the very appearance of evil. And they, they got rid of these things. Amen. Whatever it is, amen, whatever it is in your life, amen, today, be willing to get rid of those things. Pray and ask God for help in breaking the power of the enemy off of your life. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ and command the spirits to leave. If you got to, if you want to, anoint your house with oil. Command them to go. Pray a prayer of protection around your home. Amen. Taft and I have done this everywhere we've lived. Amen. We've done it. Whether y'all are aware of it or not, we've actually done it to this church. We've gone to every door, every window, every pew, every instrument, every speaker, every mic stand, every, every, everything that you see in this place has been anointed and prayed over. A prayer of protection and God, God to be with us and protect us. Amen. We don't know what, I don't know, we still know what happened the other night, but we, I mean, we were here Wednesday night, and I mean, to come over, the neighbor next door had come over because the, the side door was standing wide open. And he was coming over to make sure everything was okay. And we come in and flipped the lights on and looked, and there was not one thing in here that was touched. Nothing was moved. Amen. Whether we, whether I or anybody else left the door unlocked accidentally, or whether that door opened on its own, or whether somebody figured out how to open that door, I cannot tell you. But whatever it was, God protected us, protected the church, and he'll do the same thing for your home. I know it sounds crazy to some people. It does. I know it does. But I'm going to tell you, prayer works. And the blood of Jesus Christ works. And anointing with oil still works. Amen. I still, I'm a little bit old school, I guess. Uh, amen. But I'm just going to be old school until I ain't no more. Amen. I guess. And leave this place. Uh, amen. Because I've seen it happen too many times and God has showed up on my behalf. Uh, amen. Too many times for me to believe. Uh, amen. That he is not real and his power is not real. I'm here to tell you, his power is greater than any other power. Amen. That can come against us. His power is greater. Amen. Than anything else somebody can send our way. I wouldn't go in here. <laughs> but I got to obey the whole spirit. There are, I mean, we've talked about a lot of ways that demonic things can come into our lives and try to oppress us and try to fight against us. Can I, when I say oppress, think fight, that, that that enemy is fighting against you. Hey Amen. Did you know the Bible says that that instrument that is inside of your mouth called the tongue is the most deadly thing there is on the face of the planet. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. We speak 
both blessing and cursing. So in other words, you can either, with the way that you speak, let me, let me take it off you guys. With the, with the way that somebody speaks, they are either blessing you or they are cursing you. And sometimes, whether they realize it or not, when somebody is speaking something against you and against your life and against your family, they are releasing demonic spirits and demonic powers into your life to oppress you. Amen. I have had, amen, people stand in front of me and speak curses over me and my family. You say, really? Yeah, really. There are some nasty and ugly people in this world that call themselves Christians. <laughs> I've had somebody stand in front of me, look me in my eyes, and curse me to my face. I'm not talking about with just a four-letter word. I'm talking about curse me to damn my soul to hell. Excuse my language, but I'm just going to tell you how it is. I've had people stand in front of me, not only because I'm going to tell you, Brother Ben, <laughs> hey, man, if they just come against me, I'm, you know, I, I, I can handle it. But you start talking about my wife and my children, me and you got a problem. Not you, but I'm the devil. Amen. I've had people speak things over my life or try to speak things over my life to try to curse me and my family. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I did. I looked them square in the eye. And I said, I do not accept what you're saying in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the words that are coming out of your mouth. I will not accept a curse, amen, from you because I am the head and not the tail. Uh, amen, I am blessed uh, and I am not cursed. Uh, amen, I am a child of God. Uh, amen, and I'm not bound up with whatever it is, uh, amen, that you're bound up with. I don't accept it. It doesn't apply. It's void. It's stopped at the blood. Amen. And I can say today, amen, though, amen, those times have come. And there may be people, amen, that are out there today. Amen. I hate to say this, but Lord, we might, we might just have to not put this one on the Internet. I don't know. There are people today that are speaking, th whether they realize it or not, that are speaking things against you, speaking things against this church, speaking things against other churches, th speaking things against other people of God, men of God, preachers. And what they call themselves Christians. They call themselves men and women of God. But they're doing things they don't realize there's a curse that's coming off of their tongue. Every time... Sister Elsie, amen, those people stab us in the back. She, talk, she was talking about it before church this morning. Amen. She said, I need, lot, I need lots of loves and hugs because, you know, there's just a lot of people that they'll stab you in the back. A lot of those people are Christians or are, are, are proclaimed to be Christians. But they are speaking curses that they don't realize what they're doing. And if you're not careful, you can allow those things to influence your life. You can receive it. You can allow those things to enter into your mind and into your heart. And I'm going to tell you, I mean, I'm just going to close. I don't even know where I am in the notes. I don't even know if we've got notes left. 
Kendall, I'm sorry. I don't know what's left back there, but just there you go. Put it up there. That's good enough. You and I can get pulled into this thing. We can allow these things to come in our life because I'm going to tell you, the things that I've gone through and faced, when people have stood before me and said some of the things that they've said to me, hey, man, I've allowed those things to get to me. I've allowed those things to hurt. I've allowed those things to penetrate my mind. And I've allowed those things, amen, to bring, bring in those seeds of doubt and go, well, what if they're right? Well, what if, uh, you know, what, what if what they're saying is true? And I'm going to tell you, I know if, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. But the devil is, you got to remember, the devil's a liar. And the father of lies. He's a murderer from the beginning. And when we give in to those things and we allow those things to begin to infiltrate our lives, begin to influence our lives, begin to take over our thoughts and our minds, we're playing into exactly what the devil wants to do. But I've come to tell you some good news. And no matter what it is, no matter what access, no matter what authority, no matter what influence the enemy might have had over your life at one time or may even have over your life at this, this point in time in your life, no matter what it is, no matter if it was 20 years ago or 30 years ago or three days ago, amen, if you've opened, I'm just saying this plainly this morning, if you've opened up the door to the enemy, and allowed him access into your life, you can close the door this morning. <laughs> Amen. If you've allowed the enemy to come in and infiltrate your home, your life, and those kind of things, and there are some things this morning we talked about. Maybe God has spoken to you. Maybe maybe you you feel like, Amen. You're you've you've gotten over those things in your life, and you've moved past some of the things that were in our in our life in the past. Amen. But Amen. If you're not, if you're still here and you're still thinking, you know, Amen. Maybe there's some things in my life where I maybe there's some doors that I've that I've left open. Man, just like that door was left open the other night. Anybody could have just walked in here. I mean, they had free reign. <laughs> Thank God we had a good neighbor over here who was looking out for us. <laughs> Amen. God. Uh-uh. God sent him our way and says, Hey, is everything okay? Amen. But think about your heart. You open that door and you leave that door open. It was dark. When I walked in here that night, I couldn't see my hand in front of my face until the headlights from his side-by-side side came through the door. Amen. But you open that door of your heart. Amen. The enemy can just walk in. Amen. It's like, a, it's like the welcome mat is laid out. But even when that has happened in our lives, even when somebody has spoke evil against us, even when somebody has spoken curses over us, I can tell you, as a child of God, those curses are canceled in Christ. You can give it authority over your life if you want to. You can allow it to control you. Or you can just simply say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke what has come against me. I command whatever it is to go, devil, get out of my mind, get out of my heart, get out of my family, get out of my house, get out of whatever. <laughs> Amen? I don't want you here any longer. Amen? And I want, us, I want freedom in Jesus Christ. It's simply that. Amen? Plead, I mean, it's old school. It's okay. 
Amen. People think you're crazy. It's all right. I'd rather pe- people think I'm crazy and go to heaven. Come on. Then the other way around. <laughs> so, amen. It's all right. Plead the blood. Take some. Uh, if you need some oil, take this with you. We'll buy some more. Stacy's probably got some more around here somewhere. <laughs> I got some in my pocket. <laughs> amen. No, I don't. <laughs> I got it on my keychain. <laughs> amen. I keep it in a little thing on my keychain. I carry it everywhere that I go. If you need it, if you need us to help you pray, if there's ever any time, I mean, it may not be you. It may be a family member. It may be somebody that comes up to you, a young man just like he did us. says, I need help. I've, I've dabbled in something that I shouldn't have dabbled in. Amen. They can be set free by the name of Jesus Christ, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Stand to your feet this morning. I know this is a little different, amen, this morning. Hallelujah. We're moving on after this week. Amen. Something else. Amen. But another topic. But I really felt led. Amen. This week, and I really struggled with it for the last two or three weeks. Amen. Fault spiritual warfare, praying and seeking God and asking Him. Amen. What to do, where to go, and how, how to do this this morning. And Amen. I just really felt led. Amen. To, to come against. Amen. Some of the things that. Amen. The enemy has tried to come into our lives with. Amen. I don't know. Amen. If it's something that come, has come against you personally, I don't know if it's something that has come against uh, this church. I don't know if it's something that's come against your family. I don't know if it's something that's come against, amen, just the kingdom of God in general, amen, that, you, that you're aware of and things that you know of in your life, amen. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, I know that the devil is on the warpath and he's fighting and he's doing everything that he can uh, to try to destroy the people of God and try to, uh, try to, to bring us into a place where we're, amen, not where we need to be at with him. And, uh, amen, he's, he's introducing things to our young people. I mean, I wish I had time this morning to tell you, amen. Amen. Church, the, the young people are leaving the church, amen, in, in droves. I mean, I mean, if we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, in the way it's going, amen, I'm not sure if, if God tarries, amen, will there be a church down the road? Because they're leaving, amen, the church. They're leaving, amen, the, the, the foundations, uh, amen, that we were built upon. Amen, they're going back and they're trying to find an answer, amen, in a witch talk. And they're trying to find an answer, amen, in some other thing, amen, that is out there because they've gotten disillusioned uh, by the church of Jesus Christ because we're too busy fighting with each other and we're too busy Amen. Being hypocritical about the way we live our lives. Uh, We're too busy. Amen. Forgetting who we are and who we should be and who died for us. And they're going somewhere else to find an answer because they can't find it here. God forbid. Amen. That happened to, to, to Farm Hill Church. Amen. Let this be a place where the power of God is real. Let this be a place, uh, amen, where the power of God can change lives. Let this be a place where the devil is not welcome. Let this be a place, amen, where the gossip and the slander and the backbiting, amen, and, and, the, and the, the evil and the cursing that is going out of some people's mouth, amen, goes out the door and never comes back. Did you know you say that? That just came to my head. I don't know. It's not my notes either. I know it's an old song. Y'all forgive me. I'm all over the place this morning. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Sometimes we need to tell the devil that. Hit the road, Jack. I don't think it's his name. To, hit the road, Satan. <laughs> Amen. We can remove those things out of our lives. He doesn't have to stay. We don't have to put up with his garbage and his mess day after day after day. Bow your heads and close your eyes with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know... 
Amen. I know Brother Tony, my family, amen, have fought things in our lives. I know there's people, amen, across this world. I know there's people in this church. I know there's people in this community, God, that are fighting things as well. God, there is real spiritual darkness that is out there. And there is a countless number of ways, amen, that we have access to these things, amen, today that, amen, through various amen, media that can enter into our minds and our hearts and our homes, and there are ways that we can open up the door for the enemy, amen, to come in and give him access to certain areas of our lives, and I don't believe, amen, anybody here is under his control and under his power and under his authority, but I do believe sometimes that we can allow the battlefield of our mind to be overcome. We can allow some strongholds in certain areas in places in our lives, amen, where the devil doesn't need to be, and I just ask you, Lord God, today, God, if there be any God here today, Lord, that uh, God, that say there's some things, God, that I need to be set free of in my life, that I would have, uh, God, the, uh, uh, the ability this morning and I would have the faith this morning to come to you, God, to submit to you, to resist the devil and see him flee out of our lives, God. If there's some things that are going on, God, in the spiritual realms out there today that are trying to come against your work and try to come against your church and trying to come against your people, God, if there are curses, God, if there are things, God, that people are speaking over us, Lord, God, that are trying, there's some people, God, let me just go ahead and say it, God, today, God, there are those that are out there today, God, that are speaking against the churches and speaking against the men and women of God, amen, who want nothing more to, than to see their ministries and their churches fail. God, I speak against it in Jesus' name today, and we don't allow that into our lives, so we don't accept it. God, we reject it in Jesus' name because your power is greater, amen, than the power that comes against us. Greater is he that is inside of me than he that is in the world. God, if there's anything here, God, today, Lord, if there's anyone that needs prayer, if there's anyone that needs deliverance, if there's anyone, anyone that needs help, God, I pray, God, that you meet those needs, God, today. God, anybody that needs healing, God, anybody that needs, God, a touch in our life, God, move upon them. God, move in our midst, God, today in Jesus' name.